0: welcome to the model podcast coming to you from models one in partnership with studio 71 now in our 50th year models one is the most established agency in europe and we would like to share with you how our world works through this series which will feature exclusive interviews and conversations with our models talent colleagues and friends in fashion In this episode we are speaking with model, ceramicist and fashion label owner Ryan Barrett Just to name a few things British born top male runway model Ryan has previously worked for Dolce & Gabbana, Versace, Vivienne Westwood and Thierry Mugler amongst others He has also made a name for himself around the pottery wheel Don't know if you managed to catch uh, the BBC's Great Pottery Throwdown, which he won in 2017. Ryan's ceramic skills, though primarily self-taught, have been his passion since starting out in 2013. Recently, after years of owning his own print company, Print, Ryan launched his own clothing label with his sister. Today, we are discussing the art of maintaining several, yes, several, side hustles. Today, welcome to the Models 1 podcast. We've got lovely Ryan Barrett with us today, one of our gorgeous male models. Hi, Ryan.
1: Hello, hello, hello.
0: Nice lucrative career over there, haven't you? <laughs> gonna, well? Yeah. I'm going to talk to you though today about your side hustles.
1: Yeah, all about the hustle. Hustle, hustle, <laughs> hustle. <laughs>
0: Many strings to that bow, Mr. Yeah. Barrett. Because, um, of course, you know, as well as like working for clients like Vivian Westwood, Thierry Mugler, and D&G, just name dropping a couple yeah. for you there. Um, you obviously, you know, with your pottery, the great, what was it, the great pottery throwdown it was yeah and, and you won it
1: i did, I, did. It. I, don't, I don't know how but I did.
0: <laughs> but you won it and then of course um you know your printing business and your textiles business food Print. yeah yeah just to name a few keep, so that's, keep, that's keeping us me busy today. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. us today but let's go to the beginning Okay, and let's and let's talk about where it all started, Ryan Barrett. Where did it start?
1: Where did it start? So rewind, yeah. rewind. It's <laughs> a long, long time ago. Uh, I had a really good art teacher at school, uh-huh. and I wasn't very good at school, but she was very like, "Be creative. It's great. You mm-hmm. know, do do some good stuff." And for, because of her, it really pushed me to go to uni. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have gone to uni. Yeah. Went to uni in London, so moved from a little Ipswich, uh, a little town, and then uh, moved all the way to to London, a big city, and then got scouted for modelling. So modelling took off at the same time as me studying. That's brilliant. Um, Yeah.
0: Do you remember where you were when you were
1: scouted out of interest? Uh, So I got scouted by a couple um, off Carnaby Street, and I was like, oh no, what's that? (laughs) What is modelling? What what is that? I don't even know what that is, you know. Um, so I was quite dismissive of it, actually. And then uh, one of my art teachers at uni overheard a conversation and she said, no, no, you should go. My daughter's a model. It's really good. And she set me up a, a meeting at Models One. Oh my and God. then uh, moved on from there.
0: That's amazing. Hmm.
1: the rest is history
0: <laughs> so really it has actually they've they've kind of coincided the whole way through your art and your modeling
1: yeah yeah so i mean since <laughs> studying and then and then literally started modeling my yeah. whole life just changed really from from day one moving to a city um earning money through modeling um and and just meeting lots of people and traveling the world so it all sort of fed Amazing. in place together
0: are there any sort of are there any modeling jobs at this point i know it's on the spot question that stand out for you, because uh, as a male model as well, you know, you, saw, you see a lot of stuff that the female models do. But as a male model, what what stands out for you?
1: Male model, I think one of my big ins- inspirations growing up and throughout my career was mm-hmm. Dolce & Gabbana, and to yeah. do their campaign and walk for them for a few seasons was was pretty special yeah. for me. As a, as a man, I think you know, the tailored jackets, you know, it's very Dolce & Gabbana, it's yeah. very masculine sort yeah. of brand. Um, so that was very very good for me and then obviously Versace was was a big thing in my in my career working with Giselle Bunchin and oh, and things like that. That's so. quite a name drop. <laughs> there's a name drop back at you. <laughs> yeah
0: mate, that's a good one. <laughs> Not everyone can say they've worked with her, huh? No, there's yeah, there's a few
1: <laughs> there's a few stories to be told with her, but um, yeah, it, it was a, it was a cool cool campaign to do um, in Palm Springs with uh, Matt and Marcus.
0: Oh my god. Things, so that was that, pretty, that that's pretty cool. But obviously then you obviously you've been doing your model, you've done amazing things when I talked to you today about your side hustles <laughs> what does that term mean for you, you
1: I, I mean for me I never kind of stopped hustling really I yeah. think it's just a case of just being proactive with your time and using your time um, my parents raised me as kind of a worker like from from 16 I had my first job and carried on As soon as I started uni I had a weekend job so I was you know working seven days a week at uni Um, So I've always just worked, you know, regardless of what it is and and what I'm doing. So Mm -hmm. I've just carried on that motive, sort of motivation from from what I've had. So, you know, with modelling being lucrative and giving you free time and Mm downtime, you're silly not to use that time and and progress it further. And I think naturally I just did and just started doing different things and kept pushing and pushing and pushing until something something sticks.
0: Still something something manifests, eh? Mm. So what point did you feel like you could manage a career in an entirely different, like, sector i think
1: managing managing people is is very tricky yeah. and i'm still learning that today <laughs> um I've i feel got...
0: like karen diamond and john horner could probably say the same thing about the agency to <laughs> <Yeah. be fair. laughs> it,
1: it's, it's really hard i think everyone has different personalities and 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 you know you've got to adapt to them and, mm-hmm. and and bring out the best in them so managing staff for me is probably one of the hardest things i've ever had to do within my business yeah um but it's also rewarding because you see people cherish and blossom and and really commit to the brand and and you know you grow with them and the brand goes with them as well so it's a kind of a team effort um for me i think just starting obviously it's a big jump you know you're investing time and money into something you don't know is gonna necessarily work yeah um but again i think the harder you push at it and the harder you drive and and keep it going then you know it's got something's got to work you know something's got to
0: give I really want to talk to you I know obviously you've mentioned to me sort of loosely that this is more of a hobby which we can talk about but for me it was a really big deal the great the great pottery showdown it was I mean that was really cool so talk talk to us a little bit about your pottery journey so
1: I I mean I think going back to creativity I've always been really really creative Mm -hmm. so whatever it is you know sculpture painting textiles photography um, and clay's something I've always wanted to touch. Never got the chance to through yeah. art school. Was it
0: that scene in Ghost that made you think? Oh yeah, yeah I have got this. It's <laughs> <Just> like, <doo-doo-doo, laughs> The music
1: coming in my ears, everything.
0: Um, I want you, Brian Barrow. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, funny enough, I actually took uh, a girl on a date to do to oh, do pottery. So the truth, the truth comes out now. So we went on a, we were both creative, so we were deciding what sort of dates we could do together and and just, you know, out topping creative dates and one of them was a pottery lesson, a weekend pottery lesson and um, so we both went and I just fell in love with it, like literally fell in love with it. Next day, uh, moved into my grandma's shed and bought a kiln and a wheel off eBay and literally just started YouTube and just getting stuck in with getting messy. Oh my God, really? uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. I
0: don't think that you're like a good side hustler you're a very proactive hustler
1: pro-active. <laughs> uh, pro- yeah you, i think you just have to be proactive i can't stand just sitting there doing nothing i get i'm the guy that gets bored on the beach sunbathing oh I can't my sit god there and do yeah nothing. i know
0: i know another guy like that and i happen <laughs> to marry and it's like impossible to read a book it's like can i just read a book for crying out loud just leave me alone yeah Brian, ryan, yeah. You're ryan you're, you can hang out with sam and you can just and make just like sandcastles and stuff and <laughs> just build stuff on the beach um so so was it? What was it like? How was it like, you know, dedicating to that sort of process alongside working as model? So um, you're obviously still, you've always been like a really busy model too, haven't you? Yeah, so. yeah.
1: I, th- I think even if you, you know, if you are a full-time model and working really well, you still have days off, you still have downtime between whether it's, you know, going to the airport or checking in your bags and, mm-hmm. and getting on a plane or, or whatever it is. So there's always time in between. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, it's dead time. You know, okay. you're, you're getting paid, so why not? make the most of the other time and and do things that you love or or you know have them opportunities to go a bit further with it um and yeah clay for me was just more of a hobby and something that really relaxed me from all that chaotic world of traveling and running a business so as soon as I touch clay it's like yoga like therapy I'm like zen mm, so good um and then yeah I went on the show for kind of giggles really and just Kept Happened on going. It, it, huh? Happened to, to take it, it to the bitter end. Yeah, yeah. But it was it was a big commitment because obviously we we're filming over a long period of time. It's about three, four months we we're filming, yeah. which is a lot of time out from from modelling and my business. Right. You know, so there was there was, you know, things to weigh up of why yeah. I'm doing it and why I'm not doing it. But um, I kind of got stuck in and then it's like it's too deep in to get out, you know? <laughs> so the only way I could get out was by winning it. It was like, see you later. There you go. But yeah, no, it was, it was good So fun. you came,
0: you saw, you conquered. Yeah. Well done, you. <laughs> Made a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> that flushed. <laughs> so um, so then, of course, let's let's do talk about Vubrinks. I know this is obviously mm. like... Is, would you say this is like your primary your primary business?
1: It's Yeah, it's definitely probably my primary business now. I mm-hmm. think... I've, I've kind of took the i don't know the burner off modeling incentive okay. i'm not doing all the shows anymore i'm not yeah. going crazy doing milan paris giselle
0: has to wait now to giselle shaman. has to wait yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not about for me traveling so much so modeling still there I'm still modeling which is great mm. you know i've had a really long career which has been really really good it's about 15 years now i think <laughs> dare, I, dare i say it um but yeah it's it's, it's been good so it's it's Vuprints there and it you know, I've got employees and it's grown um over the years, a few ups and downs. So Vuprint's a textile design company. Right. So we design prints for the fashion world. Um so they're both fashion related, but mm-hmm. they are two separate very different areas. Um and then we print uh digital fabrics as well. So we've got a printing side, a design side. Um, which I've had six years now, and
0: you're involved in in both of those. Yeah, yes, yeah. So I built them
1: from the ground up. Started all the e-com and built up all the websites. So it's oh grown. God. I've got uh, what we've got now: twelve full time employees and nine freelancers. So, so it's big enough to That's to give me a headache on a, business, on a weekly isn't it? basis. <laughs> yeah. My
0: God, how do you um, actually find the time to do anything else? Yeah,
1: well, the, the, I think the great thing now that we you know we all have. You know, we have internet. We have our phones. Yeah, you know, you get all your emails on your phones, so you can kind of work remotely. or yeah. you know, I can be in in New York and still actively work from yeah. my laptop and yeah. report back to the office. So there's, you know, there's there's good things that make make your life easy. i think. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's still finding time.
0: My God, so <laughs> what made you start the textiles business then, or your printing? What made you get into that?
1: So I got headhunter to do design uh, from uni. So as soon as I graduated. You know, I was still modelling, traveling the world, which is great. And I was like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll do a bit of that. I don't mind and carry on doing a bit more, bit more hustling on the side oh of design. God.
0: Endless hustle. And then
1: uh, <laughs> turned turned my boss into my business partner, basically. Really? Yeah. Um, and just yeah, worked worked all through the areas, but managing design, sales, and and grown. And then we like, why don't we do this on e-com? and just like, jump jump ship and started up a new new company.
0: So what's, um, so what's, um, what have you got going on at the moment? Because you were telling me briefly that there's another, there's another new thing happening now. An add-on. An add-on. There's an add-on. <laughs> an add-on to VooPrint. There's an
1: add-on. Um, so yeah, vooprint like said, been going six years now yeah. um, and it's progressed. And I feel it's gone to a capacity where I can't really go much further with it. So right. me and my sister have teamed up and we've started a clothing line. Um, a women's wear clothing line called hide the label oh my gosh. so we've got all the design elements and the fabrics from vuprint right um, and then my sister's a designer as well so we put them together oh my gosh. um obviously friend contacts for models and, and photographers and things like that so wow. well you
0: can shoot it yourself i suppose right well, yeah, yeah use another one of those side projects <laughs> i used to
1: do a bit of photography as well <laughs> yeah. but again just being creative and more of a hobby but Yeah, I managed to shoot all the e-com and, yeah, it's all up up online and active now. So, yeah. Oh, my God. And you're happy
0: with this one. Oh, my God. Ryan, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) mean, it's probably a question for the finishing, but where are you going from here? What else are you going to do? Where is Ryan Barrett going to be this time next year? I'm
1: going to retire. That's what I <laughs> want to do. Retire and sleep. Catch up on sleep. I feel like I've been sleep deprived for, for a few years now.
0: <laughs> My God. Um,
1: but yeah, pot- pottery for me is, is, like I said, a real relaxing therapeutic thing. So mm. I'd like to to carry on doing that as much okay. as possible in terms of, I say, retiring. But... Stepping back a yeah. little bit and 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 just just, having a bit more time yeah, out, yeah, and just enjoying that side of Do things.
0: Do you think, like your time as a model, and obviously all the amazing jobs you've done, the places you've been, would you say that it it does give you some inspiration for for your other hustles and stuff? I think
1: again, just being creative. I think anywhere you go in the world, you can be influenced. You yeah, know? I love Japan. um You go there, like the culture, how they wrap presents and everything. Yeah. There's so much influences. Generally, when I travel, and I love to travel, um, but I've travelled a lot, so I've got all these different ideas and things bouncing around. So yeah, that has a huge impact. Um, So modeling's definitely, definitely helped me in terms of travelling and getting that inspiration and meeting people and building confidence, which is a key thing for business as well. So So.
0: this is like a really sort of business question, I suppose, but (laughs) obviously you've got all of these sort of projects going on. Mm. I mean, what... (sighs) I don't want you to like. She sound a bit like Superman. What's your kryptonite, Ryan? What What are you? What are you? Women. Okay. <laughs> but what What do you struggle with? Sort of like, with, do you struggle with anything? Balancing everything? or Are you finding that it's all, it's all you're all managing it fine? No, no, <laughs> I never
1: manage anything fine. Um, I, I think. I like to spin a lot of plates, and yeah. I cope with them day by day. Mm-hmm. But when they're all not spinning, or something's going wrong, and it all happens in one day, that's when there's like a lot happening. Like I just had an order for twenty-eight uh, ceramic lamps from Soho House. My website crashed. I got a modelling job in like Yorkshire for two days. I'm like, oh, how do I, you know? And then you have them days where you're just like, what am I doing? Or you know.
0: So do you do what do you do then to actually chill out?
1: run away. <laughs> <laughs> um Do you no, chill the, out the, the ceramics for me is, is the chill your, out. That's yeah, that's my zen, yeah. Mind, yeah, just filling speeds. around, making little bits and bobs and and 3D printing clay and things like that.
0: Maybe play a just bit just of righteous fun. brothers.
1: Yeah, yeah, put bigger <laughs> big, uh, what have I got a cinematic orchestra playlist which is very dramatic which I'd like to put on. Right. Makes my wow. pottery actually better, Do you think Yeah. <laughs>
0: Hey, listen. It worked for Demi Moore when she had that, <laughs> yeah. that thing going on with a exactly. Patrick Swayze. Might have a little give bit it. A go. A bit. Do you think I should? Yeah. I don't know if I'm, I don't Z- know if I'm Z- as Z- creative, hun.
1: Z- send you out though.
0: Maybe I could. Maybe I should just get look your husband at some of round your the, the stuff. back and
1: <laughs> do it together. We
0: can build what? I don't even know what that's called—the thing that you put the clay on. Wheel. Is it just called a wheel? Part wheel.
1: Yeah. 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 Just pottery wheel. I knew it, but testing
0: you. Ryan, right, Obviously, a lot of your your work has kind of manifested because of you're such you've got such a creative mind. I mean, do you have would would you what would what advice would you have for anyone who sort of I don't know interested in the industry or in the creative arts? I mean, what advice would you give those people? I think just I think
1: being creative opens up a lot of opportunities in terms of the way your mind thinks like mm-hmm. you're problem solving you're being creative within a business or creative within actually making something yeah. um and then them elements come into play in general day-to-day life i mm-hmm. think so if you've got a problem there's a creative way to solve it and how do you solve it and you and you sort of progress into that into them fields so i think problem solving but in a creative way yeah. i think is, is a good kind of starting point and how can you solve stuff and how stepping stones you know yeah. you know you've got this how do I get that or how do I do this and creatively how do you go about it and how do you get to what you want I mean, to achieve
0: did you ever think like with that when you're at uni and you you know or even in your a levels and that teacher was like recommended did you ever think this is where you would be like sorry to use it but this was your phrase first 15 years down the line <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. did you ever imagine coming this far I mean because it's actually quite a little time to have achieved so much yeah I suppose so I don't Isn't I yes. don't really
1: look at it I don't self-reflect on that really yeah. um but I think one of the things i thrive off is people saying i can't do something so Uh i met an art teacher not the one i was mentioning a different one and they were like you can't you can't you can't go to that uni because i don't think you're going to get in which is quite harsh yeah and it just motivated me a million times more and i was like i'm going to prove you wrong and that that was a big big push for me and i feel you know don't let anybody tell you different i think if you want something you go and get it and do it and i know it sounds a bit cliche but no, it's but kind of a true do thing. do need that encouragement yeah. if you are not
0: getting it somewhere else but you
1: kind of have to engrave it in your head you mm-hmm. know in, in yourself and you just you keep pushing for what you believe and you have yeah. to believe in what you're doing otherwise there's no point doing it either yeah because if you, if you start a business and you think oh actually it might not do very well yeah. then it probably won't do very yeah, well yeah. but you've got you know what I mean? you've got to engrave it in yourself and yeah. self-believe in, in them areas as well but yeah, it sounds a bit cliche to say something like that, but it's kind of true. So.
0: I think so too. I think it's important to, to have that. Yeah. To Believe in that. your hustle. Dedication. Exactly. Believe in your hustle. Yeah. Exactly. Don't treat them all as a side hustle, Maybe. I mean, do you yeah. have a preference on your side hustles?
1: Oh, <laughs> well, for me, what's exciting at the moment is the new label. Like, yeah. the label is, you know, it's something new and fresh and it's got more reach and it's more related to, you know, modeling as well as the textiles. Yeah. So, um... Whereas the textiles are very designed and, and very specific to certain things. So, yeah, that's a bit more exciting because it's new. Yeah. But see how long that will last. And then I'll be wears off and I'll be like. Mm. Also,
0: not to drop you in it, but like, I feel like six months ago, you promised me a scarf <laughs> from the textiles thing. And here we are. And I'm still waiting for my scarf.
1: I know we have a bit of banter going and I'm like, <laughs> you need some fashion help. You can't keep wearing that scarf every <laughs> time I see you. But I will promise. It's get,
0: a really good scarf. But I'll then... get you a nice
1: Burberry one. How about that? Oh. There you go. That's cheered you up.
0: Well, yeah. I put you. In, you know, that's fine. Yeah, I'm, I've got nothing to say to that. Right. You said that, Ryan, that um, now on the podcast, and that's out there. Your, that could be your here. baby present.
1: Your baby present. <laughs> Yay. There you go. Yeah, that
0: would be lovely. <laughs> that would be nice. I mean, tell us a bit about more as well about your prints, because you were saying you obviously you obviously do provide the prints for like some major major companies don't you yeah, Who, so who's buying your prints Vuprint,
1: so we, we we sell about 300 prints a month upwards um, all over the world so oh we go God. and see Calvin Klein DVF right down to Zara Primark oh, wow. M&S um, so- any, anybody that You know, has prints in their collection. To
0: interject really quick about your ripping my scarf thing earlier, I bought that from Zara. That could have been one of your prints that (laughs) I was wearing endlessly.
1: (laughs) It very could well be, but I don't think it was. (laughs) Just to state that on the on the the podcast. Um, but no, we, yeah. we definitely help you out, yeah, for sure. I think you need a little <laughs> little, little schmooge.
0: Um, so yeah, you've got some amazing brands on board and you, and you provide like prints for all of those companies. Yeah, so we're
1: hustling. Again, the company hustles. So yeah. it's like the side hustle, but the company's hustling. So you have got a sales team. They knock on everyone's doors wow. every month. So are in New York every month, Australia every month, LA every month. It's hustling, selling these prints and knocking on everyone's door oh and like, do God. you want to buy this and this? So... Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's fun. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. It's good.
0: My God, do you reckon you're, you're more committed at the moment to one more than the other?
1: I think the VU Print side has obviously dominated. Uh, you know, a lot to get it yeah. off the ground and get it to where it has been. Um, and modelling, like I said, have took slightly more of a backburn in terms of not as young and doing all the shows and catwalks anymore. Yeah. So, given me more time to do that um hide the label has taken about a year year and a bit to really build the brand and and get the collection ready for launch and get everything sorted so that's taken up a lot of time at the moment Mm -hmm. um and hopefully that will progress and and become a bit more Vuprint kind of takes care of itself now the staff know what they're doing i've got good managers in place um and modeling you know still there as well so Modeling is actually kind of a nice thing, actually to step out of the office and go and do a modeling trip, yeah. and not have to worry about stress at work and 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 everything else, and actually kind of switch off for a day, and nice. then go back to the office is actually quite a nice. thing So as well.
0: if Giselle calls, mm-hmm. you I'll are say, oh, no. available.
1: I'll say no. <laughs> I'll ask her, do you want to buy a pot? That's what I'll ask her.
0: Hun, do you need a plant pot? Oh. <laughs> do you need the toilet? You,
1: yeah, 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 for a massive house. Yeah. Whereas at LA, I think it's a Who the hell knows? I mean, yeah. her and
0: Tom Brady. Maybe they need a couple, babe. I mean, yeah, I think I could they could get a something out of you. Yeah, could do
1: centrepieces for their big table or something. No. Yeah, you yeah. could do, you never know. Yeah,
0: it could, it could be fun. So, Ryan, I want to go back to, you know, the days of modelling and, you know, How did that get you started on on, on some hustles, really? How did it start? I think the
1: early days of of modelling, for me, was was quite a new thing Mm -hmm. from being this guy that worked a lot, you know, from 16, just working, 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 and then getting paid... Good money to go and sit there in in a room waiting for hair and makeup, <laughs> waiting for the photographer, waiting for the art um, director. Yeah. You know, whatever it is. You know, I'm here ready to work. And then I'm like, "Can you just sit down for five hours and then we'll be ready with you?" <laughs> I'm like, "What am I going to be doing right now?" So that's when I'm sitting there brainstorming ideas, thinking of things to do. Yeah. You know, and having that starting that hustle because I'm just really bored. You yeah. know, just sitting there bored, but getting paid to be bored. It's yeah. not. It's not a fun thing. So I'm like, "What can I be doing?" And. I'm You know, even now I see so many young new faces, you know, they've got all this time and they're just sitting there on Instagram or like taking selfies, which to a certain extent has, you know, a bit of power behind it and a bit of movement. But, you know, there's so much more they could be doing. Um, I remember the days when you weren't allowed to take a picture backstage, you know, you weren't allowed to do anything like no social media, it's a private campaign, it can't come out yet. And now it's all about the pre-leak and the pre-release and putting it on, on Instagram. So... Yeah, it's kind of had a whole flip but i think for me it's just a case of you know being bored almost yeah. and, and then getting that hustle from you know sitting there doing nothing and coming up with you know, i'm going to start a company or how can i do this or yeah you know who can i email to help me do that or whatever it is and i think it's just about using your initiative and and productivity to like push that forward and make sure that you know you've got those things set up
0: yeah amazing would you do you think if you know sort of a new a new face starting out in this industry who perhaps because you know a lot of people do do a studying on the side because obviously you do have quite a lot of downtime do you do you feel that that's what your encouragement would be or your advice would be to these new faces i
1: strongly recommend doing something in the side of modeling whether it is education or Mm -hmm. starting a business or doing Mm -hmm. something else that you can do i think so many people are way too passionate about being a model yeah in brackets being a model yeah you know it's like their dream and it is you know it's a great career don't get me wrong but there's other things that you can be doing there's other things that you know because not everyone does have a really good modeling career not everyone lasts very long you know I've had mates that drop off you know 18 to 21 Yeah. you know and then what do you do when you're 21 so then you've got to start again so why not prep yourself prior yeah why you've got this time, Why you've got this extra money and extra cash to do things, yeah. use your time wisely because you know it's not going to last forever. I know yeah. I'm not going to model forever. You know, there's going to be a day, day <laughs> when I'm all wrinkly and grey. Not yet. But it'll, it'll be, you know, one of them days. and I'm like, well, you know, what should I be doing? So yeah. you know, it's setting it up for the future, I guess. That's
0: great advice. Yeah. I probably should have done that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you are. You're interviewing me right now. Oh, but there you go. There you go.
0: Still looking good, though. Still looking good. Still look good, don't I? Still got it. 20 years later. So, Ryan, obviously, I know you've sort of lightly touched upon like, your career as a model, but it has been amazing. I mean, let's talk about everything the last 15 years. Looking back from this moment, what have you learned? Is there anything that you would do differently, perhaps?
1: Yeah, there's a lot I'd probably do differently now, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not complaining about my lifestyle either yeah. and what I've, what I've had and what I've achieved, I guess. I tell think... us a
0: little bit. Go on, tell us a little bit about okay, those okay, achievements. Okay. Go on, mate. you <laughs> um, so start was... being a male model. Yeah, I mean, my,
1: my modelling career was pretty, pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Um, I started really young had no money you know real no money growing up you know Mm -hmm. it's all about me earning money which is like what four pound an hour three pound an hour or something stupid like this to then go in okay i'm doing this campaign that campaign did all the shows in paris milan which is great and my career blew up yeah had loads of disposable income which (laughs) any sort of teenager does um (laughs) enjoys spending it and partying (laughs) and taxis everywhere and going out and things like that and treating your mates and long holidays and all that sort of jazz yeah which was great and now I look back and I'm like why did I not save that money because
0: you're 18 and you're normal yeah, well that went
1: on for a few more years over 18 I think but um, yeah I think when I got to about 24 25 I was like yeah, I need to you need to sort out what I'm doing with my uh, financial situation because this money might not you know ever come yeah. again but I think when you're young and you don't have that much money, and then you have loads of money. You think, "Well, oh, this is, this is just like ridiculous." I'm yeah. just gonna enjoy it while I can because it might not come back around again. Yeah. And you're just like, "Oh, I'll just you know, carry on." And um, yeah, that's probably one of the things I would change. I would probably yeah. be a bit more sensible with my money. But save some young. of those hard earnings yeah, yeah, but you had good times in IB for in New York. There and you go. Like that. So Can't have it all. No, no. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think I think if you know, young models these days, you know, if you're getting this sort of money. You know, invest it wisely, you know, put it somewhere smart, do something with it or, you know, do something that you want to do. You know, there's a lot of people who go, I want to do that, but they haven't got the money to do it. So, yeah, use that for the things that you want to do rather than just drink it down the drain
0: i know. and then january comes you're like oh yeah the well, tax the ta- bill ta- the tax man's here <laughs> oh
1: oh i didn't expect you
0: <laughs> yeah i feel like a lot of models probably still have that that's some sound advice even for yeah, the models that are still yeah. going now and a hey. good accountant a good accountant good accountant yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's the money side for yeah, you money side.
1: <laughs> the business the business side ever
0: yeah. the businessman ryan yeah. barrett yeah. So, right, to round off, in what way could you say your side hustles have, have complemented your career as a whole? I think over
1: overview of, you know, all my little strings to my bows mm-hmm. and being creative and having all these little things, you know, brands love it because you know you're not just a pretty face you've got an extra talent you've got mm-hmm. something else on the side which then creates content for them so i recently just did an interview with hugo boss you know they come around to a photo shoot then they photo shoot me doing my pottery yeah. you know that builds content for them it's ryan the model and the potter yeah or or the businessman who's got this and this yeah. and he's a pretty face as well so it's, it's you know putting those two things together um which just makes you a more of an interesting sort of product really yeah. for for brands to, to sort of um,
0: people are more interested in that right rather than just the aesthetics exactly yeah <laughs> yeah
1: so we, we did a whole other thing with um, mulberry and it's all about the bag and how the creatives use their bag and there was an architect the chef and then i was the ceramicist wow. and you know it just it builds a story for the readers and yeah. it builds content for them so it makes their job 10 times easier yeah. than just a model or just a pretty face so yeah and i also
0: think for like people maybe it's a bit more interesting yeah i think so too definitely and it's it's quite nice to sort of speak to you people like you ryan because it is it is just sort of exposing the fact that yeah people aren't just models and it is way more interesting when they've got so many other things and it adds a bit of personality to the imagery do you know what i mean
1: because you can look at an image and go "Oh, that person might be really nice they might be really awful whatever and I think it just adds a little extra element for you know the viewer really and just adds it in
0: and have you really enjoyed that element of it now
1: I feel it adds more of a talent and I feel I feel a bit more I don't know better in myself it's more of achievement you know like I do my pottery and then it's like hugo boss asking me questions yeah. about my pottery rather yeah. than can you just stand there and put this on and turn around and yeah look pretty i'm like <laughs> yeah. okay but you're actually interested in something yeah. that i'm interested in as well yeah. which is actually really nice and quite endearing actually and yeah yeah it makes that me feel nice. feel happy so that's that's a good sign. It's,
0: it's much more satisfying dear. there we go that's the word <laughs> i was looking for very <laughs>
1: satisfying to know that you know these fashion brands are actually interested in areas yeah. that i've done and, things i've created
0: so. well done you mm, thank you well done. <laughs> thank you for listening to the model podcast brought to you by models one and studio 71 hit subscribe and if you like the show leave us a review see you next time